Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and this is Faith School, the place where our spirit is fed, our faith grows stronger, and we learn how to be overcomers. And it is something that you learn. You're not just born knowing this. You're not just born again knowing it. The scripture says we're born uh, babies, and as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. And so uh, speaking the truth in love, feeding on this anointed word, we grow up in him. You can even grow up, the Bible says, to the fullness of the stature of Christ. And so let's uh, release our faith again today and believe for exactly what would cause us to come up higher and become stronger immediately. Father, we ask for it. In Jesus' name, for utterance, for the, the fresh manna, for the anointing, that which feeds us and strengthens us inside. Any corrections that we need to make, any wrong thinking, any wrong ideas about things, uh, show us the light and show us the correction. And we'd be glad to uh, adapt to you. You're right about everything. Your word is right about everything. And we purpose to receive it and walk in the light of it. And we thank you for confirming it in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn with me again in the textbook to this great 10th and 11th chapters of Hebrew, Hebrews. And let's continue looking at what we're calling, the study we're calling by faith. In verse 38, it says, chapter 10, 38, Now the just shall live... By faith, but if any man draw back, my soul I have no pleasure in him. 11.1 says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Uh, like we mentioned, one translation says, uh, today's English says, to have faith is to be sure of the things we hope for, to be certain of the things we cannot see. This confidence, this certainty, this being sure comes from knowing God and hearing what he said and being completely fully persuaded like Abraham of his will. And as we're going to see, it has to do with learning also God's ways, his ways, his person, his character. This is an amazing thing, but learning how he thinks, <laughs> learning what he likes, doesn't like. This is, it's not just available to us. God desires us to draw near to him and learn these things. He wants to be close to us. wants us to know him. He's got big plans for us. <laughs> In Hebrews 11, we've studied Abel. We've studied Noah, Abraham, um, <clears throat> Sarah, and Isaac, and Jacob and Joseph, we've looked at these individuals, spent time in classes previously, and we've made our way down to verse 23 to Moses. 
Let's read this again and continue. It says, By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a, a proper or special child, and they were not afraid. Everybody say it again, not afraid. Not afraid of the king's commandment. Getting full of the love of God and the faith of God will deliver us from the torment of fear. Strong faith will just push fear out of you. Uh, I call it the law of displacement. You know, you, it's kind of like uh, sitting a, a glass with a little bit of milk in the bottom of it under the faucet and just turning the faucet on. Well, uh, the water will quickly displace that milk. I mean, when it first comes into it, you got a mixture of milk and water. But very quickly, it's mostly water and not much milk. And very quickly, it's no milk. <laughs> it's just, just water. And that's, what, that's why we have faith school, is get, get faith in us so that it pushes out the fear. Uh, I know I had the privilege, work, privilege of working at Brother Kenneth Hagin's healing school for a number of years. And we had a, a lady who was there for, I guess, uh, six, eight weeks she stayed with us. And we're having classes twice a day, Monday through Friday. And uh, she was uh, in bad shape. I mean, uh, her prognosis was that she was, should have been dead weeks ago. <laughs> and there was no treatment. And uh, it was it's cancer in, in the last stages. And um, she didn't look good for the first, you know, few weeks. But then uh, uh, about middle ways, she started getting better and better and better. And uh, she was much improved when she left after those eight weeks. Saw him a few months later. She looked wonderful. Said she had a clean bill of health from her doctor. And somebody had asked her, what happened to you? She said, I, I got so full of faith, there was no room for the cancer. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's not a stretch. Faith receives God. And you get full of God, you get full of light. You get full of life. That displaces fear, doubt, darkness, and disease. Sadly, much of even uh, believers in, in the country and world get very little feeding of their faith. Uh, people talk entirely too much. Uh, when they're supposed to be talking about the things of God, they're talking morals. They're talking social reform. They're talking politics and calling it being a Christian. <laughs> but those things won't fill you with faith. The Word of God. Does anybody know what the Word of God is? This Bible's the Word of God. Every, everything the Spirit of God says to you in connection with this is the Word of God. That will do something for you that nothing else can do. It'll change you from being a, a scared, uh, timid, uh, fearful person into being a bold, confident, <laughs> outgoing person that people wonder what what happened to you what happened to you well you just uh, started putting some faith in <laughs> and you just ran it <laughs> until it displaced all that other stuff out of you this happens 
I believe it's happening for people here. And in class, I'm in class all over the world I'm talking about. Uh, it said, verse 23, Moses was hid, you know, those three months. And then we talked about how that uh, they knew at the end of that time somehow that they couldn't keep hiding him. And they made him his little basket boat and sent him down the river. And, and uh, amazingly, Pharaoh's daughter and her maids found him. And instead of going, uh-oh, it's a Hebrew baby, get out of here, get that thing out of here, which would have been likely what would have happened in many situations. Again, they saw he was a special child. Something about God was involved in this. They just couldn't walk away and um, sent for, you know, when his sister showed up and said, can I get you a, a nurse, mother? And, and his own mother nursed him. Now, isn't that amazing? When, Reckon what people heard about in the community about that goes, what's uh, Moses' mom doing? What, what baby has she got? Oh, it's, oh, right. <laughs> Where'd she get that baby? She's getting paid to nurse that baby? <laughs> yeah, shh, everybody shh, be quiet. <laughs> but then when he was old enough and weaned, uh, they brought him to the palace. And uh, Acts tells us that he was learned in all the wisdom of the Egyptians. He was highly educated and he was mighty in word and deed. Uh, we know later that he talked about that he couldn't speak. And um, I don't know if that happened afterwards or I don't, I don't know the whole story on that, but the, that passage said he was mighty in word and deed. Uh, I think you could ascertain that when he killed the Egyptian and had to run as a fugitive and he was 40 years out on the backside of the desert, that's a big difference from where he was, right? And 40 years and now you're pushing 80, I, I, you could think I didn't fulfill my call. I didn't do what I was supposed to do. And um, I, who knows what happened to him emotionally or any other way. But um, uh, the Bible tells us this big point in his life, verse 24, by faith, Moses, when he was come to years, we note if we read the other scriptures, he was about 40 years old. He's a grown man. He's had all these years as an Egyptian. If you looked at Moses during these days, you would immediately think, he is Egyptian royalty. You wouldn't think Hebrew because he's lived in the palace for 40 years or 39, whatever. And, but when he came to this juncture in his life, he refused to be called. Say that phrase out loud. He refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. These, you know, there's all kind of things that happened in people that received by faith over these generations for thousands of years, and the vast majority of them we don't know about, didn't need to know about. But God handpicked these and recorded them for every generation to learn and meditate on and feed on. Because this is the God kind of faith. 
This is what pleases the Father. And this is how it works. It was faith that enabled Moses to make this choice. And this is a big choice. And if you've read Exodus, and I'll, I'll review just a little bit, this is how it happened. He's 40 years old. He's royalty. He's rich. You kidding? He's rich beyond imagination. He's, he doesn't have to do anything for himself. And he, everybody gets out of his way, bows to him. He's big stuff in Egypt. And he sees an Egyptian uh, taskmaster mistreating a Hebrew slave. And he intervenes, defends him. He, he had to know this could cause a problem because he's supposed to just be an Egyptian and he's supposed to look down on these Hebrews. They're, they're the workforce. And uh, he intervenes. It's a choice. He defends and they get into a fight. He kills the Egyptian and hides the body. And right after that, he goes back out. Now, what's he doing out there with the workforce? He keeps going out there. This is his people. He knows it. He's lived in the palace all his life, but he knows he's not Egyptian. This is my people. And their God is my God. And he goes back out and some Hebrews are getting into it and striving. He tries to mediate. And the one that was doing wrong turns and goes, who made you a ruler and a judge? Now this, this uh, question is quoted other times in the scripture because there were times when the whole nation tried to reject God's choice of Moses and Aaron. But God, who made him a ruler? God made him a ruler. Who picked him? Who put him in charge? God did, whether they saw it or not. But he's 40 years old. He's sensing his purpose. He's sensing his call. He's not content with just being in the palace and doing Egyptian royalty stuff. He's got a heart for his people. And see, the, God told his grandfather, Abraham, that he's bringing them out in 400 years. That time is here. Whether he realizes the details or not, he senses it. They sense things. The time is here. He, he's trying to step into that role, to mediate, to lead, to deliver. And, uh, you know, his, uh, his name means drawn out of the water. It can also mean rescued. And God, when they said, who made you uh, a judge? Uh, a ruler and a judge over us. And the scripture said, actually Stephen said in Acts 7, God made him a ruler and a deliverer. A deli not a judge, but a deliverer. And he, he had that in him. He, he had this, this, this call is, is pulling on him. He knows he's supposed to be a deliverer. He thought they would recognize it especially after he stood up and defended this one from this Egyptian slave driver, and, and they didn't. And the guy spoke up and said, you going to kill me like you did that Egyptian the other day? He said, oh, man. 
It's known. He knows it. Other people know it. And if this gets back to Pharaoh, he's dead. So he made a choice, though, before he got involved in this. You know, it's so easy to play it safe and not get involved. <laughs> Have you seen this in life? Just, just don't get involved. Don't get involved. Why? It, it can cost you. Yeah, but some things are worth the cost. Right? And playing it safe. This life will soon be over. And the people that just played it safe are not going to be remembered. He, he realized what was going on. Let's read this verse again and see. It says, verse 24, By faith Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. How did he do that? How did he make that choice? By faith, it says. By fa his faith enabled him to make that choice, just like his, his folks made that choice to not throw the baby away, to keep him and hide him those three months, overcome the fear of Pharaoh. He had to overcome the fear of Pharaoh too. And what gave him that ability to, instead of just staying out of it, just letting, I mean, you got to remember, this society has been this way for 400 years. And you're going to buck it? <laughs> you're going you're gonna to change everything? This nation, this empire, is built on the millions of these slaves, this slave labor. You, you're going to change that how? That's why Pharaoh wouldn't let them go. And the choice he was able to make was enabled by his faith. What does that mean? A faith in God that I, you know, you, you don't see how it could change. You've got to remember, this is before all the signs and wonders. This is before the burning bush. Everybody realize. This is before, what have you got that will make you think this can change? These people can be delivered from slavery and bondage. What would make you think that? You've got nothing to go, go by in the natural. But somehow he believed that. And he tried to start it. <laughs> and he was willing to, to kill. And he was willing to, he got, he got in the middle of it. But when it's, it's not, it didn't start happening and the elders of Israel didn't go, wow, we've got a deliverer. God has sent us deliver. Instead of that, they're going, you going to kill me too? And he goes, uh-oh, it's known. It's known. How long is it going to be before this gets back to Pharaoh? He made the choice. Everybody say choice. 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 Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Choosing. Refuse to be called and choosing. You know, the world has designations for you. The enemy has designations for you. Loser, <laughs> failure, huh? hopeless, broke, poor, stupid, ignorant. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. The enemy's got names for you. Hmm? And if he can... 
He brings the thoughts to other people, try to get them to say them, and then try to get you to believe it and confirm it. But you and I need to refuse to be called. No matter, I mean, in Moses' case, this was a, quite a title that he had, the, the, this royal, royal title. But he, he esteemed reproach with the people of God greater riches than the treasures of Egypt, which were phenomenal in the world. Choosing. Does it matter what you call yourself? What names and what designations you accept or you refuse? We're not, you know, uh, miserable uh, failures, uh, just an old sinner that we're hoping might be saved by grace. We've been made the righteousness of God in Christ, right? We need to refuse to be called anything else than that. Well, we've been uh, made free. The Bible said that he whom the Son has set free is free indeed. He's delivered us from all the powers of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. No matter what kind of bondages you've experienced in your, in your life, in your body, in your mind, you need to not accept the, the term and the name and the label, well, I'm an addict. I'll always be an addict. Well, I'm, I don't have control over my spending. You know, I'm a shopaholic. I don't, no, no, no. You must call those things that be not in the natural as though they were. You must confess and decree, I'm free. I'm free from this. I'm free from this stronghold. I'm free from these things that have tried to shape me or mold me in my past. I'm free from my past failures and bad experiences. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I am more than a conqueror in Him. I'm victorious in Christ. I'm a son of God. I'm a child of God. The enemy will try to name you. And he is persistent. I mean, for years, he'll try to push a label on you and a designation. And sadly, people everywhere, just, they just receive it and go, well, that's, that's what I am. That's who I am. I'm a liar. You know, I'm a, I'm a cheater. I'm a this. I'm a that. You know, you are what you are. I just, I just got to be me. <laughs> no, you've been translated. Out of the kingdom of darkness. If you're a believer, you got something else going for you here. You've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness, placed into the kingdom of God's dear Son, which is the kingdom of light and life and freedom. But our part is to do like Moses and refuse to be called what the world has designated us. Somebody say, I refuse, I refuse. to be called. What the world calls me. I refuse the devil's designations, labels for me. I refuse to be called anything except what God calls me. <laughs> That's faith. By faith, he did that and made that choice. Faith is a choice. 
You know, sometimes you'll hear people saying, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just can't believe all that stuff that you guys believe. That's not true that they can't believe it. Because faith, by right of what it is, it's a choice. They should say, I choose not to believe it. So when you hear the things in the Word of God, it's not that you can't, there's none of this that you can't believe, but every time you're faced with a choice. Moses made that choice. I'm not going to not get involved. I'm not going to play it safe. I'm not going to deny who I know God made me to be inside. He didn't understand. He didn't. It took another 40 years for him to begin to realize what it was. But somehow he knew I'm supposed to help these people. I'm supposed to lead these people. I can help get these people set free. Didn't know how. Tried to get it started. <laughs> it didn't take off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, just because something didn't just happen the first time you stepped out to do it doesn't mean it wasn't God. Maybe you had your timing off a little bit. You know? There could be any number of things. But if it was God uh, today, it'll be God tomorrow. If it's God yesterday, he doesn't change. And you just make that choice. I refuse to be called a failure. I refuse to be called defeated. I refuse and choose. Somebody say refuse, refuse. And, choose. and choose. You choose to identify with God's people, no matter what people say, Jesus, the Bible. You know, people say, oh, you're one of them? You go, mm, I'm one of the ringleaders of one of them. Come on, say it out loud. I'm one of them. How about one of, one of them in this bunch. Are you one of these in this Hebrews 11 bunch? One of these. Praise God. Well, wow, our time's already up again in the faith school. Say it with me out loud. I live by faith. I walk by faith. I overcome the world by faith. I'm strong in faith, giving glory to God. Praise God. We'll see you next time in faith school. I've enjoyed being with you in faith school again this week. Uh, it's wonderful to talk about the patriarchs and, and to see the same spirit of faith that's living in us today. If you haven't uh, been in the previous classes, they're available. Uh, the information is on your screen there. You can go to the website and, and go back and catch up on the previous. I think uh, there's some previous 99 <laughs> or so classes leading up today, and it won't cost you anything. Uh, to do that. And the reason why is because our partners enable us to bring these broadcasts to people everywhere that want to receive them at no charge. And uh, that's such a blessing. And if you want to become a partner, you can. You know, ultimately, whatever the Lord gives us, He intends for us to help give it to somebody else. And so if you want to become a partner and help send this to other people at no charge, you can. The information there is on your screen. Contact us. We'd like to hear from you. Thank you for joining us in faith. Thank you for joining us in, in resource. Thank you for helping us to help accomplish God's plan in reaching the world with the good news. I'm Keith Moore. We'll see you next time in Faith School. Got the 
Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941-702-7390. Great.